This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Good morning and welcome to the Big O Money Show with me, Bill Altman, and of course my co-host, as always, the uh, fabulous Dr. Tony Shore. And today <laughs> we have a very special guest here on the Big O Money Show. His name is Brett Huber, um, and Brett is a partner at uh, Huber Automotive. Uh, they have Cadillac and they have Chevy and all kinds of fun stuff. And I've worked with uh, Brett just on the car side, just buying cars for you know several years or whatever. And I think. It's been great, and he runs a great shop there. And his dad founded it back uh, quite a long time ago. So we're happy to have Brett on the show. Definitely a staple in Nebraska's uh, economic uh, development world. I think it's a big deal. Seen a lot, seen a lot of ups and downs. And again, just to remind everybody, all of our new listeners, especially, we are a financial advisory firm in a, uh, right here in Omaha, Nebraska, located in Miracle Hills. We are your full service fiduciary. We have everything from tax planning to Medicare to investment planning here at the Premier Advisory Group. So don't hesitate to look us up on the web at paradvisor.com or you can always uh, call us and we'll have more information on that later. But hey, Brett, welcome to the show. And Tony, always thanks for being here. Good morning. Yeah. And thank you, gentlemen, for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So Tony, Tony and I were talking last week and, and we've actually been talking for a while because there's been a shortage, right, of cars or we think there's a shortage of supply or maybe there's just an increase in, in buyers. You know, it's not like you run into a housing shortage where the houses go away necessarily. But what what's going on in the car world today, Brett? Oh, a little bit of, of both of what you referenced. Um, one, demand is at an all time high because of the pandemic. Um, and two, because auto manufacturers were not manufacturing um, vehicles during the pandemic, there was a shortage of supply, especially the domestic automakers who are um, more, uh, their business model is more to, to build and build and build. Um, and, and when they didn't have the, the people building the cars, obviously there becomes a shortage. And then naturally you get the higher demand. And then coupled with that, uh, just to, to add on to it and why you're hearing about it in such an extreme way is... Uh, the semiconductors are the microchips that go in these vehicles. And they these semiconductors really um, operate the braking systems. Um, the center stack is what we call like the essentially in the new modern cars, the iPad looking thing that's in the middle that runs a heck of a lot of the cool amenities that you have in vehicles now that people want. Like I want Internet or I want Wi-Fi or I want the navigation systems. I want mapping. I want all the touchscreen cool stuff. Right. Um, these semiconductors run those kind of things. So, and the, the higher end the product, the more semiconductors it takes. Gotcha. There is a severe shima, sema, semiconductor shortage right now, and that's adding to it in, in a in a very extreme way. And is that all because of the of COVID? Would you say or yes and no? Got um, it. From what I'm being told, yeah. Um, some of it is there's a shortage. Some of it is that the demand is higher, of course. Um, what I've been told, like. Qualcomm in California and San Diego uh, is a major distributor of semiconductors to General Motors. 
Well, there's only so many semiconductors now. There was a, we're telling, we're being told there's a fire in Taiwan at the plant, which led to some of this. Okay. Um, we're also being told that, honestly, the Chinese government bought up a lot of these semiconductors gotcha. a long time ago, a year, year and a half ago, in anticipation of all this. Wow. And the United States wasn't on point at that time so and it, ready for the, the manufacturers weren't wow. ready for this. So in anticipation of the release of the COVID. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Hey, well, well hey, I think they were. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think yeah, in some it, ways it has to do with the economy. <laughs> but yeah, the, the problem is computer chips for everything. There's a shortage, like you say. And I think that it's um, that's interesting because um, uh, you see, I saw a special in the news that showed lots, uh, a lot, lots. And it wasn't it was GM and other manufacturers with all these new cars in these lots that they can't ship to dealers like yourself because they don't have the chips to put in them. And that's driving other prices up, isn't it? I mean, isn't there um, a supply issue with not only new cars, but used cars and the price has gone up because of supply and demand? Absolutely. When when you don't have the new cars, then the used cars organically go up because people need a new car. I totaled out my Tahoe. I need a new car. I need it right now. I need to get to work. And they go and, and, you know, we've got two new Tahoes to pick from. 10 on the way, but not immediately available. So they go to the used car market and they try to find one. You know, where we used to see lots completely full and you could go and select your color. You'd walk through the Cadillac aisle and say there's a red, a yellow, a probably not a yellow, but you have all these different colors you can pick from, you know, with all the different options and different package levels. And now you go to build a car, order a car, and they say, okay, you can do that, but it's going to take an extra six months if you want that, want that option. If you want it quicker, you can do this. We ran into that situation. And I think it's just kind of a, you know, we talked last week, Tony, and the week before about adapt or die. And that's a world that you've had to live in, Brett, is you've had to adapt, you know, or die. You know, what do you do? And in talking about adapting or dying, uh, the, the head, of GM, Mary Barra, she has, you know, they're kind of adapting or dying into the electric world, right? And the the federal government's trying to go to a net, a, a neutral emissions type of a net zero emissions situation, right? Uh, you know, and they're trying to push this along. I don't know what the exact end date for the U.S. government on that is, but GM says, what, 2035, they want to be fully electric? All electric, correct. I mean, that, and, and, and so you being, you know, an owner of a, a dealership and, and you have to create the infrastructure for this because it's not like, I mean, w- I mean, what are you going to do? Just all of a sudden a bunch of charging stations pop out of the cement? Not quite. Right? right. No, there's, there's a lot of infrastructure that goes into it. Be prepared for it. Um, mm-hmm. Cadillac specifically has a new vehicle coming out next spring and we're getting ready for this car. Well, the, the vehicle or the, the charging stations now that charge the volt and the bolt, They'll only charge this new vehicle, this Cadillac Lyric. We're being told four minutes per hour on these weak charging stations that we have. Wow. So we have to essentially juice the store. And so that's going to require a lot of infrastructure change. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to have to buy charging stations. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and then there's a lot of training and tooling that goes into it. I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars just to be ready for one vehicle that's all electric coming out next wow. April. And is that the... Lyric? No. Yes, the yeah. Cadillac Lyric. Okay. And, and Cadillac I've, I've is... I've heard about that. That's it's supposed to be a really cool car. It is so good looking. Vehicle. One advantage of um, the electric is it does allow, because you don't have to worry about the, um, the fuel economy anymore. Sure. So some of the design of these new electric vehicles are going to be really, really cool. Awesome. They're not hampered. You know when you go to the auto show and you're like, yeah. that mirror looks the same on every car that I've come down. Yeah. They say that with the electric cars, you won't have that. There'll be a lot more um, 
engineering freedom that yeah. we haven't had in a long time. And why is that? Because you're not worried about the fuel efficiency and the drag. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. That, that you sure. had before. So those mirrors, all the mirrors being the same, is just simply because it's optimizing economy or, or fuel efficiency. Economy, huh? well, economy yeah. too. You know, hey, sure. a mirror is a mirror. So sure. one supplier might supply eight manufacturers with the same kind of mirror. Yeah, the housing sure. might yep. be a little different, but it's essentially sure. The same. Yep. You know, a mirror on a truck <laughs> costs like fifteen hundred bucks on like a heavy duty Chevy truck i learned the hard way i left him in left him out in the car wash going through and it hit it i took it in and adam Adam is my guy adam marsh who's been awesome actually i've worked with adam marsh for gosh all the way dating back to an 07 escalade danielle had you know and and truly he's always taking good care um he used to do service on both escalade and chevy um back before Chevy or Cadillac brought in service. I don't know what the story is, but regardless, Adam's been my dude. And I go in and I say, well, this thing, you know, it's under warranty, Adam. And Adam's like, Bill, I can see the Nick. I can see the scratch on your mirror. We can't warranty it out. You know, and I'm like, come on, man. Honest as the day is long, though, the guy. You know what I mean? I tried to get something past him, but it wouldn't work. You know, but I had a $1,200 bill. I'm not folding in mirrors. So I guarantee every time I go through that car wash, those mirrors are folded in. Uh, But GM is a great product. I've been a big fan of GM products. I've been a Chevy driver. I had a my very first car was a 79 Chevy long box, two wheel drive, uh, standard cab back in the day with a 305 in it. Not a very good runner, you know, but that was the first car, 1100 bucks. I saved up for that bad boy. You know, it was a fun one, you know, but then I've had uh, the Chevy trucks. I've had, um, I've, you know, Cadillacs, I've had Tahoes. Um, so I'm kind of a car guy. I've been through a substantial amount of cars, way too many cars in my lifetime. Um, but it is, and I, I like the product. And I think the product has only gotten better and better throughout the years. Gas mileage. I went up to Sioux City last weekend for basketball tournament. And that was uh, kind of eye-opening. I think I averaged like 19.5 on the highway in, in Danielle's Escalade. Uh, and, and, wow. and it was unbelievable, you know, and the ride quality was absolutely tremendous. I think they've made like leaps and bounds adjustments and they probably listen to customers too is the only way I could see it actually really working is like, hey, this is what we've heard from you and this is what we're going to create. So I think the product has gotten exceptional. Again, I own two GMs. I have the have the uh, Denali too, uh, which is a, a truck. It's a heavy duty truck. It's a diesel and they're just great runners. Again, great gas mileage. Heck, I'll get, I think coming back from Jackson Hole one time, I, I was getting like 21 miles to the gallon coming down. And again, there's a lot of downhill coming into that. But I mean, we're talking on a, 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 a big time, a big truck, you know, so. and, and Your so the, truck is huge, by the way. I, I didn't even know they made them that big. Yeah, they're but. big. Yeah. And mine even have, I even pushed it up a little bit. So I got a little, little some extra action on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but just to make sure, you know, I just oh, want to I make love, sure. I'm a huge fan of GM and I'm not just saying this, Brett. I'm a huge, I drive a Chevy and we're huge fans of, I think Chevy has come a long way. You know, the last 10, 15 years, the Chevys are an amazing product and i know so many people so many of my neighbors drive some of the bigger uh, chevy suvs they love them and i've ridden in them and i'm like wow you know they've just uh, they've come leaps and bounds it's amazing how vehicles have come but how chevy's become one of those uh, reliable brands that now you know you can drive that car a long time and you're not going to have trouble but and i know you offer uh, even though there's the supply and demand issue you have cars uh, available right and you've been selling cars regularly and uh, i bet business has been pretty good actually yes it has been really good um what happens essentially is is we're, we're tagging the vehicles as sold 
as they're built and as they come in. And let's say we have a, somebody that wants a truck and this truck is sitting down in Kansas City. It doesn't have a semiconductor. A customer comes in and buys it. Well, we, want, we do what's called marking it hot. Hey, we have a customer on this car. It's sold. We really need it. And lo and behold, it comes down the pipe. It's well, an interesting model, kind of like we were talking about yeah. pivoting. Um, yeah, like a just-in-time kind of model, manufacturing, right? Almost. Yeah. And I could see it going wow. to that. Why do you know? Why do you have to have you know millions and millions of dollars of inventory on your on your I, lot? At I all would times? love to take the twenty five acres we're on and yeah. have and have rental properties in the front. Yeah, and have a yeah. great showroom <laughs> and have a really good service experience and sure. and go out and pick people's cars up and not have to park these cars. It's a sure. big liability to park you know fifteen hundred cars on a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I went imagine. through uh, Blair on the way home from Sioux City the other day. And it, uh, did Woodhouse build a big shelter for a whole bunch of their cars over one of their lots? Both Sid Dillon and Woodhouse did. Yeah, no there's, that, there's that tornado hail alley up there. Is I that it, really? Right yeah. for, for whatever Got reason, yeah, I, I don't know if we're in the, the city weather. bubble or, or what's going on, but they, they've just gotten pelted the Gosh, last 20 years. I was years. like, wow, that's a structure. That wasn't cheap, but probably cheaper than insurance rates. Right, so if you recall, do you remember up there they had that hailstorm? I'm going to say it's been seven, eight years ago, yep. and it was knocking out the the windshields in sure. Ford F-150s, yep. oh. literally, and, and they were totaling out these new cars. Yeah, and you still yeah. see wow. them driving around today because you could pick them up for for pretty cheap. <laughs> back back then, yeah, it yeah. was uh, there. There was some um, buying going on of total totaled out trucks, and yeah, and they're you know, just. Yeah, I think people in the end probably got a pretty reliable vehicle for a, a pretty good deal at that time. Didn't look that, pretty. That was hopefully an anomaly in our time. Yeah, and, and, and since the, yeah. the, the dealerships are rated in their insurance off of region, mm. not your claims yourself as much. Oh. So it's brutal. In this yeah. area, in areas like Oklahoma, dealership True. insurance just the last 20 years has been So if you didn't have high. to house these vehicles or if you had like a warehouse right. to store them in, you'd probably be a lot better off and on you're, insurance you're paying rates, interest right? on them. We pay yep. interest on them after 90 days per our, our program called yep. floor plan. Yep, yep. So, so turning the floor plan cars yep. as fast as we can. That's the it's, goal. It's actually yep. a healthy model. Like yep. for, for a Cadillac dealership, it's a really healthy, healthy model. The customers seem happier. They're getting exactly what they want. They're ordering. They're a little bit more patient, I think. Mm-hmm. On the Chevy side, it's, it's not sustainable currently. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to have some selection. You want to have some instant gratification for sure. Gotcha. A lot more. And you want to have, you know, I don't know, 100 trucks on the ground so people can pick from. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, you know, for people that don't know, too, Brett's dealerships, you know, when you go and Brett's always there. Um, that's the thing I've noticed over all the years, like he is always there and it's like, he's not just, he's like sitting behind the desk, like talking to parts or he's running around talking to people. It's all over the place. And I think that's pretty cool. Most recently, we worked with Marty. Marty was great. Oh, yeah. Um, prior to that, we worked with the guy that kind of bounces all around with a, <laughs> this, a crazy bachelor life. I don't think he's a bachelor anymore, though, right? Married man or something? No, I don't know. No. no okay, gotcha. No, Who knows? still a bachelor. Yeah, Always what, a bachelor. What's his name? I T- Tim Olson. <laughs> oh, Tim, yeah. Tim. Tim. Tim's been great, too. So, I mean, he does. He runs a quality in his service. I walked in there the other day, and it's like, oh, you know, what can we get you? And it's, you know, so they do a great job. And I think you have a you have probably some good competition around here, too. I mean, not for, you know, not necessarily for your brand because you're really the only Cadillac dealer besides maybe out in Fremont or somewhere else. But you also have good 
you have good people that have other dealerships probably because you have to do business with these other people, right? From time to time and trade people or, yeah. or something. I don't know. At least you have to have some, but Omaha has that presence. We have really great business people uh, here in Omaha and on the car dealership side, it's a lot of local action, really a lot of local families. So your dad started this business, Brett, back in when? 1977. 1977. So we're going on 45 years here we next are. year or so. Yes. I mean, that's really awesome. And, and the, have you guys been at the same location the whole time? We have. That's wild. So back in wow. 1977, what was on 114th and Dodge? The, the Golden Spike drive-in, people will recall. Oh, no kidding. There, huh? Yeah, yeah. I think there was a flea market over here. Wow. Uh, it, when, when I was a little kid, uh, you know, when you, when you would travel out here, you, you would see the farmland. It was kind of like how Boys Town was built on the west side of town. Sure. Um, specifically because it was outside of town. Right. We were definitely outside of town at that time. That's really cool. I remember cool, as a huh? little kid, yeah, yeah. When when it would when we'd get the torrential rains, Dad would wake us up. I'd be like eight, nine years old, and we had to go down to the dealership and get in the cars and back them off. Wow. Because Dodge Street would flood. Wow. And he didn't want any of the cars flooded, so I'm like eight years old in a stick Corvette, like backing up. My That's dad's awesome. like, "Don't grind the gears! Oh. Don't grind the gears!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are the good old days, though. Huh? You oh, kind yeah. of miss that, though, don't you? That's a perk. We, we still That's have. Yeah, it's great memories. It's you know, family business is a, un, unto itself a very unique experience. Sure, you sure. Know? Yeah. And it can, it can work really, really well. It can be unhealthily enmeshed, too. You, you know, you get a yeah. little bit of it all. Yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> you go through trying times, and you have to figure it out and, and work your way through it. There's a lot of people counting. And that's the other thing, too. You know, there's a lot of people counting on you, you oh, know, to make yeah. it work. You got a lot of payrolls to, you know. you it's, have. It's all about your people in any yep. family business. Yep. I mean, it's not about you. It's about the people that operate, the people that are dealing with people on a daily basis. If you don't care about them, they don't care about you. They're right. not going to care about each other. They're not going to care about the customer. And I'll tell you, too, they have a body shop back there. Um, and by the way, this is no paid promotion at all. I just want to make sure everybody knows that. I saw Brett the other day at the dealership and said, hey, you should come on the show. And he agreed to. So, um, but I will tell you that I use the body shop on um, all my all my cars, actually, um, whether whatever brand they are. So I've gone there. Um, I've worked with... Uh, Jim, Jim a lot. Yeah. And Jim's been there for a long time. He's still there. I imagine <laughs> he was sure. a, he, when he was a teenager, he was a porter on our Chevrolet drive, cool. service drive. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to our management group, a lot of them started out washing cars, started out selling cars, started another way. We, we very rarely bring people in from the outside. We like to promote from within. That's great. Yeah. That is really good. Yeah. yeah. And they stay, you know, and there's always a loaner car and I'm not paying for the loaner cars. It's just kind of there ready to roll. You know, I've been in body shop where they were waiting on parts. Part didn't come through. I had to go out of town for kids games, you know, and they're like, and Jim would call up and say, Hey, we have a, we have a car here. And I even think that that one particular time it was that white Escalade Danielle had a long time ago. And we had some issues with it and said, no, no, Brett. I said, no, we have another car. Don't worry about it. He said, no, no, no. No, he has a car ready to go once you come pick it up. You know, and that's just the kind of family dealership they want to make sure their clients are taken care of. We've talked about that on the show. We have a lot of things going automated nowadays. And I mean, you deal with like Carvana, you deal with all these other like online where they can go on, buy a car and they bring it to you. It's kind of weird for me. Again, I'm a late adopter to a lot of things. I like to kind of see how they work out, you know, but I love the brick and mortar. You like the people, you like being able to pick up the phone and call if there's a problem and get an answer to it. And you talk about servicing. And I think in the future, and even right now, it's super important, but really 
really going into the future, it's going to be more and more important to make sure our service is at the highest level, right? And that's your goal. You're always having surveys go out and you're talking earlier about the service level. And I can even see it in your dealership when you come in for service um, on the car, they're doing everything they can to make sure that you are happy and, and it's good. And that's that customer experience, which keeps people coming back to the brick and mortar. Cause I think it's crucial to have the brick and mortar. We can't just go all online. No, we cannot. You know, so, you know, in adapting, so you're going to have all kinds of new, it's going to be powered and supercharged, this dealership, which is kind of cool, right? You're going to have all this new, and I'll adapt, I'll, I'll maybe probably have an electric car someday, I don't know, you know? <laughs> Can you, like, have it make noise for me or anything, you know? Can we, like, put exhaust it's on it? It's a unique experience. If you're used yeah. to the combustion engine and how it how the gears shift and so forth, um, and Tony, you know about this, the, the electric gets up underneath you, Sure. And it yep. propels you forward. Wow, that's weird. It's, it's really fast, and it's yeah. it's like whisper quiet, which is odd if you don't have yeah. the radio on. Sure. So that's that's a unique experience, and the braking system is something to get adjusted to. We also have to think about the other impact of electric, right? How do we create the electricity? We've seen like Bitcoin um, get hammered recently because of the econ- because of their environmental impact of creating all this energy. So if we have all these electric cars and everything needs to get plugged in, do we have enough? power can we sustain that where are we going to get it the infrastructure our power grids in the united states the infrastructure they're a little concerned if you know by the year 2035 they've got to make some adjustments because uh, if you know (laughs) we're gonna you know electric cars are great but there is a huge environmental impact and where are you going to get all that electricity i mean that's going to increase uh, the output but i love brett the fact that your business and, and a lot of businesses like yourself you're, you're staying current, you're adapting. I mean, you also sell cars online, but you have that brick and mortar customer service background, uh, you know, that is behind the scenes. And, and if people buy online, they can still go in, they still get the service, they still get that uh, customer representation when they pick up the car. I think that's so important. And I love the fact that you guys are staying current, um, uh, like the new Cadillac car you, you said is coming out. So, it is good, uh, but yet you still have the big trucks and can keep guys like Bill happy. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's right, right? invited, yes. Yeah, everybody's invited to the table. How, yep. That's awesome. how inclusive you are, Brett. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, though, you know, and, and, and we'll see what all happens. So, you know, it, 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 I guess there's a bunch of infrastructure money being thrown at our grid or about to be thrown or some bills going to be passed, sure. more trillions spent and printed and all that kind of fun stuff. And, <laughs> and it sounds like Biden came out of his basement and met with Putin last week. So that was, you know, fun. I think they had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had a <laughs> probably good old time there, you know, sure. you know, mixing, you know, you mix up Libya and Syria. It's kind of like mixing up, you know, Texas and New York, but it is what it is, you know? And so they have a good time doing that, but I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. What? It is what it yeah. is. But regardless, yeah. Brett, thanks so much for being on the show. Um, I think you've been a great guest and, and certainly um, a great impact to Omaha a great family dealership. So we certainly appreciate that. If you have to get a hold of Brett, just, uh, do so. Here's his cell phone number. Oh my gosh. Just kidding. Um, but no, seriously, look up Huber on the web. Give them a call. If you if they can meet any of your needs, they certainly will. And again, if you need a car fix, they have a great body shop there too. Um, or you can give us a call if you need any financial assistance. Uh, direct at 402-557-6730. Again, 557-6730 right here in Omaha. Otherwise, you all have a wonderful Father's Day weekend. Happy Father's Day to all you wonderful dads out there, including you and uh, Brett, Tony. So, Tony and Brett, happy Father's Day to you. Thank you. Absolutely. Happy Father's Day, yes. Thank you. Uh, we'll see you all next week.
All right, and that does it for today's episode of The Big O' Money Show with our host, Bill Altman. Thank you for listening to The Big O' Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.